God's direction is ultimately shown through his wisdom. For wisdom, it is said to be the principal thing in every situation. Hey, this is Mark McKelly with the Platform Life. Blessings to you. It is a blessing just to be on here once again. Uh, Thank you for even tuning in. Thank you for allowing me to come into your homes, allow me to come into your cars, your vehicles, and to spread or to give you seed of what God has given me. And I pray that this word will begin to bless your spirit, bless your heart, and that God will give you something uh, impartation uh, as you listen to me. Thank you so much. And um, we're going to just simply talk about a godly solution once again, um, just like uh, we we did on our last episode. We talked about a godly solution. That was just an intro of that godly solution that we're going to be uh, speaking about in a couple of ep- episodes after um, this one. And so I'm going to in this episode, just begin to lay down a little bit more of an intro. And then the next episode, I uh, have the pastor friend of mine to come and begin to uh, talk a little bit more about God's solution. And um, one thing you have to understand as you read through the Bible, that you will see that there are different solutions to various problems uh, for our lives. As you go through the word and see and look at the different parables, look at the different stories that you may see in the Bible, God gives you uh, solutions, our principles, our wisdom that we should go by in order to find what we need for our lives to begin to move on in this world, um, to live peaceable with all men. Um, and that that is actually what Scripture does for us. It allows us to see other people's lives and see what they went through. And then you can be a witness to that. And then you can apply that to your life to get out of some of the situations that we are dealing with right now. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about a godly solution uh, for our nation. And what I will do, what I'm going to do is begin to get on here uh, um, really for a few more episodes and talk about godly solutions towards some of the things that we deal with uh, from time to time. And like I said, again, uh, deep inside the scriptures, there lies keys, key points, uh, key principles that we need and, and our problems. Uh, in the in the everyday problems that we face uh, in our lives. And so when you talk about a godly solution, either it is a spiritual matter um, that needs God's direction or it's a natural situation that needs spiritual insight that will give you natural wisdom that you should apply to the problems that you are facing. And both of them categories, either is natural or spiritual, God's direction is needed. And um, God's direction is ultimately shown through his wisdom. For wisdom, it is said to be the principal thing in every situation. Proverbs 4, uh, verses 5 through 7, uh, it says, Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. It is the primary thing. It is the chief thing. It is the most important thing. It is the predominant thing. 
It is the essential, vital, crucial. It is the main thing. And it says, therefore, get it. In every situation that you go through in your life, wisdom is always, always needed. Spiritual or even if a natural situation is concerned, spiritual matter, and you want to get closer to God, you need you need spiritual wisdom to take you to that point. If you just simply on a natural level want to get your house built, you need you need you need wisdom. You need natural wisdom to help you build your house. There's so much nat- natural wisdom out there on YouTube, certain situations and spiritual wisdoms from our father in the gospel, from friends. Uh, that will show you how to get to certain points. And there are some natural situations where you need spiritual insight, where you need God to come down and give you insight on what to do. And that's why it says, it says, uh, acknowledge him in all that ways and he will direct thy, thy path. And so you need God to speak to you on some of the things, uh, that we're going through. And so, uh, he will give you wisdom on how, and when and where your path should be directed. And as it goes on to say uh, in Proverbs 4, it says, And with all thou getting, get understanding. Exalt her, which is wisdom. She shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor. And when thou doest embrace her, she shall give uh, to thy head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. And it goes on to say in the earlier chapter in Proverbs 2, 6, it says, for the Lord give the wisdom and out of his mouth come knowledge and understanding. And another scripture in James 1 and 5, it says, if any man, if you need wisdom, this is what it's saying. If you need wisdom, he says, let him ask God that give it to all men liberally and unbraid it not. And it shall be given to him. So God's wisdom is the main thing. It is the centerpiece that we should have. And one thing you have to understand that when you get wisdom, the fruits of wisdom is knowledge and understanding. It gives you the knowledge, understanding on how to govern what you're going through, how to uh, do the things that you need from him. And so when you're talking about a godly solution, it is simply God's way of solving a problem. That's it. When you say a godly solution, it is simply God's way of solving the problem. And the question is, why do we need God's way to solve a problem in our lives. Why do we need it? It's because God has it. It is because he is the creator of all things, which makes him the manufacturer of all creation. The proof of this is Genesis 101. It says, in the beginning, God created heaven and the earth. And a manufacturer is an individual that creates from raw material by hand. And that is stated in Genesis 2 and 7, where he created man from the dust of the ground, from the raw material of the ground. He created man. And if you read on in, in the second chapter, 20, uh, 21st verse, it says where he took the rib of a man and created woman. And also the manufacturer produced according to an organized plan, which God had uh, or has a plan in mind for uh, creating humanity. So the manufacturer is God. And we are the pinnacle of his created work. In addition, he has an organized plan for each and every person's life. Everyone has a different purpose. I want you to know this right now, that God has a plan for your life, regardless of where you're at, regardless of what you're going through, uh, regardless of what you're facing. God has a plan for it. And it says in Romans, I think it's Romans chapter eight, verses 28. It says all things work together. For the good, all things has a working, has a plan to work together 
for the good. It comes together to make something uh, designed just for your life, all things. And uh, God has a design plan for you. And I realized that in Jeremiah chapter one, verses five, where he says, he says, before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou, thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. So God created man with purpose. Why yet in the womb of his mother, he had a plan. He had a set plan for every individual life. So in him, meaning God, being the manufacturer still from a perspective of Christian theism worldview, which um, which said that this God is transcendent where he is beyond us and our world and that God is existing apart from and not subject to the limitation of this material universe. But God is not so beyond us to where we cannot touch him. Uh, we live in an open system to where God is imminent, that God is present, that he is with us and existing and operating within and per- permanently pervading and sustaining the universe. And where God is omniscient and sovereign, where God is all knowing and in control and has absolute authority. And last but not least, God is good. And it is it is expressed through his holiness and his love. And this allows God to have the solution of all things. This is not just covering all the facets of God, but through those uh, attributes alone display his love towards us. And through his love, he worked things out for us because he loves us. And we un- we understand even in John 3, 16, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave and so his love toward us gave us the everlasting son, the ever begotten son, Jesus Christ, to give us the greatest gift that we could ever have in that salvation. I think this is in Romans, uh, somewhere in Romans chapter eight. If God did not spare his son, what other things will we ask for? Will he not give us Amen. So the greatest thing he gave us was salvation. All right, so you have to understand that God has a blueprint on how 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 everything on earth should work. He is the creator or the manufacturer of all things. Psalm says this, uh, Psalms 24, this actually gives you another view that God holds everything in his hand. It says the earth is the Lord's, the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Nehemiah talks about it in chapter eight, verses six. It says that thou, even thou art Lord alone that has made heaven and heaven of heavens and with all their hosts, the earth, all the things that are therein, the sea and all that they're, they're in. And it says, preserve them all. And the host of heaven worships thee. So in this episode, this is just a small intro showing you that it is God who has the ability and the power to solve and work out every problem that we may encounter. For it is in him that we move, that we move. It's in him that we live, that we live our lives. Uh, and this says it's in him that we have our being, our existence. And that's found in Acts chapter 17, verse 28. And it says by him or for by him, all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible Invisible, whether thrones or dominions, our rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And 17 says this, he is before all things and in him things are hold together. And that's Colossians 
um, chapter 1, verses 16, 16 through 17. And so in our next episode, um, we're going to talk further about a godly solution concerning our nation. But I wanted you to see that it is God that has the powers in his hands to bring the solution to the problems that we are going through, that it is his responsibility. And he's not just there uh, just looking and watching as we go through and expecting us to fall. But it is an open system where God is involved and in what we are going through, that he is so involved and so in love with us that he brings us to a completion that we need in our lives, that God is so in love and that that God is so involved with us that he brings a solution to every problem that we are going through. And the problem, the first problem we had with Adam all the way back in the garden, when Adam uh, sinned against God, the first problem that we went through, he brought a solution. That solution was his son, Jesus, dying on the cross for us that we may have salvation and that he may save us from the wrath of sin. And so on our next episode, we're going to be talking about a godly solution uh, concerning our nation and through the prayer of Solomon in Second Chronicles chapter 6 and 7. And to put that in the question form, it will state that God give a solution to the problems or the matters that we are facing in our nation, our society right now. And I think that is very vital questions that people uh, should ask uh, and should know. Is there a solution? And if you want to put it in a different uh, form or um, a research form, uh, it is what is the solution that God uh, gave us as a people to recover from the tragedies that this world uh, that we as a world have witnessed as well as suffering. And um, if you really look at it through uh, through the world we live in now, uh, which is a postmodernism uh, perspective, they feel like there is no problem because we feel like, you know, whatever we feel like, that's that's truth. So when we talk about a solution, you talk about an action, our process of solving a problem. And we go into a next episode from the book of Second uh, Chronicles, chapter six and seven. I believe you will find the answer to the question of God's plan of solution for the nation that we live in inside of the prayer of Solomon. Amen. Thank you for listening. And um, I pray that you listen to our next episode, which will continue. Amen. We will have our uh, pastor to come on, Pastor Summers, that will come on and give us uh, further information on a godly solution concerning our nation. And this is based on the prayer of Solomon in Second Chronicles chapter 6 and 7. Amen. I pray for you. Please continue to pray for me. And I pray that God will uphold you and keep you. Amen. And keep your mind stayed on him, that he will keep you in perfect peace. God bless you.